All right, so here we go. This is now the third episode of Life on the Road with Evan Flo. It's the name of the show. Beautiful, I love it. Yep, I have uh, another wonderful Uber passenger in my car here. We got uh, Matt is what he's put down on his app application name. So hello, hello, hello. So we'll go with... Uh, so we were already discussing because i'm like pretty bad at like convincing people to be on the show <laughs> it's not uh not something i excel at i'm very like i'm very like ritualistic about it like you didn't like acknowledge that thing that was sitting here the mic also wasn't like up in your, yep, in your defense yeah yep. but um so if like people don't acknowledge the microphone as soon as they get in the car i won't even like won't right, even like ask right, right i had this one uh mom and a daughter that i picked up from the school over in troy that like i asked them they told me I should ask everybody, and I'm like, how many no's do I need to get in a day before I like want to kill myself? Well, I'll tell you this. I've been a salesman for 12 years. That's what I do. Right. I've sold cars for eight years, and I've been doing other types of sales. I sell for Spectrum right now. I'm actually a sales manager there. So I've been a sales my whole life, and I tell you what, the biggest key to sales is asking someone to do something. <laughs> so if you just get in the car and ask every single person, hey, anyone at least who's being conversational, say, hey. Why I throw you on? Even if you ask 10 people in a day, bound to get to. Bound to get to. You know what I mean? That are going to do it. That's a sharp idea, honestly. That's uh, I can see that. I don't know if anybody else is really doing that right now. I mean, I haven't. I'm not, like, it's not that I'm not big on podcasts, but, like, I, uh, like, my people that I have, that I know do, do some, and uh, I was listening to, like, a true crime one there for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's not. Like, I, yeah, I haven't ever, no one's come to be like, hey, look at this podcast, this random dude talking to people in his fucking car while right. he drives around. Like, <laughs> right. Never. Honestly, the way to get it, I got a buddy who does uh, social influencing and all that, and mm-hmm. he, uh, his start was on TikTok, man. These short, the short platform is really intoxicating, so if you can clip this stuff mm-hmm. and get, you know, shorts made, that would be, uh, that's, that's that's the way to get attention these days. It really the is. Sound bite and the nine seconds of yep. people's attention. Yep, nine second sound bite with a little introduction and a little closing on it. That seems to be the recipe. My buddy started with nothing and he's making, he quit his job. He's doing influencing right now. Full time? He actually does a lot of what we were talking about. He just researches weird things. Like, you know, he just did one on this lake that has like all this acidity in it and every bird that lands in it dies and there's this whole effort to keep birds off it from landing on this lake. Shit. Um, and he just does these like little sound bites mm-hmm. and uh, creates little stories. Yeah, it creates super short little stories. Okay. His face isn't even in them. He just yeah. narrates them. And, uh, Bro, people just love the sound of other people's voice. Dude, it's so funny. it's crazy. And, and I get caught watching this stuff. It's, it's, it's very interesting to just sit back Oh yeah, dude, it totally is. It's uh, I've been slowly getting on the other side of uh, creating content for people. Um, yeah. Like this this podcast, I've written in in the in the process of re- recording the first song that I wrote. Um, and I recorded it and wrote the second song. Recorded the second song first because I'm confusing and I like to have these <laughs> stupid weird fucking things that I even have to think about when I, I say it. them. Yeah. But yeah. um, so I did that and I've been doing stand up comedy for like two years, so it's like I have all this like. Stand-up comedy is one of my passions. I've done open mics myself. Where have you performed? Um, I did some competition. I did a competition in Utica. I did this one open mic in Syracuse when I was living out there during, like, the fucking pandemic. Because hard. But I started at the McGeary's in uh, in Albany. Okay, yep, yep. I actually started in Utica. I went to Utica College. That was where I went to college, yep. And I started out there in college and got into it. I've been an insane stand-up comedy fan. I know every stand-up comedian 
I could name their specials. There you go. I'm, I'm, I'm very into it. So I've, I've studied it a lot. And I gave it a shot myself. And I had some good nights and some bad nights. That's, some, I mean, I, we I, all do. I, I, uh, I had one night where I went on. I was at a club. And I lied and told them that I've done it, like, a lot. And oh, I, no. I completely lied to them. I'm like, yeah, I've been doing this for months. I've, I've gotten really into it. I told them I was sponsored by somebody. And oh, God All damn. this. And they put me up as the closer. Oh, no. Yep. They put me up as the closer of the show because the closer I was supposed to be there didn't show up. And I was Solid. supposed to open. And I closed and I flopped. Within oh, the first, fuck. like, two minutes, no one was laughing. I started getting the sweats. Where, uh, where are we at? Uh, it's this green roof. Left, yeah. all right. I was tripping as a left to the right. Left. Um, but you bombed. Oh, I bombed so hard, dude. I bombed. Yeah, right here. I bombed. I so there was this three dudes in the crowd with these girls, mm-hmm. and they were heckling me. Of course they were. And the drunk. whole comedy show turned into them. So oh, co- God, the people were laughing at their yeah, right here. The people were laughing at their heckles to me. So the whole entire show became me making a bad joke, them calling me a pussy, and then continuing on. Fantastic. On pause. There we go. On pause. <laughs> That's the first time I ever had to like pause it in the, in the middle of it. Break it up. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting one because this is a multiple stop ride, so you're going to be bouncing around. We'll be bouncing around on content that he's built. Oh, no. <laughs> Will they be able to adapt? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it, it all, this, whole, this whole thing started, I, would, I mean, I would just, like, have amazing conversations with people, and I would just, like, casually be like, oh, man, this should be, like, on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, And exactly. then uh, one Someone guy was like, yo, here's your here's the name of the podcast, dog, and I'm like, frost perfect. <laughs> so I'm like, I gotta do it. So I, I bought this mic for singing lessons, yep. and I just had it, and then yep. I'm like, well, I bought this thing on Amazon, the fucking stand for it, and here we are with my, the laptop it, and everything. It, it, it's crazy how professional your setup does look. <laughs> it's so it's weird, weird to hear somebody say that. It does I, look for it, me. It, it feels bro. like totally just like thrown together. Like I don't know. No, I saw this. I'm like, oh man, he's he's for real. This is serious. This is serious. This is serious shit, man. Yeah, I mean, because if like I could like make my living doing this or in any of the other ways that I'm making art, like, yep. bro, it's over. It's That's like, all it's about. And the cool thing about doing this is, like you said, the cool conversation. That's why I love sales. That's my whole. That's my whole love affair I have with set with sales. Is I just love conversating with people and in some selfish way i like making people like me in a way you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, and, it's, yeah, and, it, and it translates man it's it's uh it's it's an intoxicating thing i love uh the having the opportunity to solve somebody's problem with the thing that you're selling to yep, them yep that uh that that gets me and you and and the funny thing the thing is uh i've been a salesman like i said for 12 years so i and i've done every type mainly car sales but i've had births and rebirths and deaths in my sales ideals and the way I go about it. And at the end of the day, it all reverts back to one thing. The way to sell something is to provide something that somebody needs and they're going to buy it. Like if you, if somebody has a problem and you have something that actually solves their problem and you can articulate how it solves their problem, that's sales. That's, that's all it is. This product solves this problem for you and it does it by doing this. Cost this much, now give me your money. Yep, yep. That's all it is, man. It's a really cool, it's a really cool, it's it's, it's such basic human social social interaction, sales, if you really think about it. It's such a basic thing. Not really is. Um, it's really, it's, it's a beautiful industry, man. It's given me everything. I, 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 uh, I really have a respect for sales. I'm just, 
you know, I was made a hundred thousand dollars when I was turned when I first turned nineteen, because my birthday's then the year I got I, I had just hit a hundred thousand dollars. I was nineteen with no college education. I actually got kicked out of college, um, so not much of a college education, and you know, nothing. I had nothing, and I got into selling cars and into the sales world. It's just a it's a really cool industry, man. It's you just, would you would be a phenomenal salesman because you're a great conversationalist. <laughs> You'd make a lot of money in sales. I the I'm just trying to find the thing that I want to sell and like know that. So I have a business. It's called Ebb and Flow Breathco, which is like fucking great fucking name. I love that name. It's but really flows. It literally yep. it rolls right <laughs> off the goddamn tongue. But um, and also that's the name that I would uh I would do stand up comedy under. Okay. As that Ebb and Flow. Yep. Yep. And, it's uh, very good. Yeah, dude, it's fucking, yeah, it's it, it kills, it kills. The, like, literally, like, the first bit that I was, like, mine is like, just riffing and making fun of my own name and all yeah. that like, <laughs> crazy shit that, like, I've had to deal with, with like, people, like, fucking it up. And, like, right, 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 yeah. But, yeah. Uh, where was I going with that? Sales, right? Uh, like, the thing that I want to try to sell people on is themselves and, like, their own well-being that, like, they should invest in themselves. In themselves, yeah. Because, yeah. like, you, the first stage of building any type of, like, wealth system empire thing that you have yep this fucking guy over here um he's feeling way better than we are dude i know (laughs) yeah it's it's just like it's being healthy yeah because if you're not healthy you can't do anything right can't make anything happen right mentally healthy is 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 the big one that people should be focusing on right now oh yeah and, and people you know it takes work to do that sometimes people do need to be sold on that yeah dude they really do like because it's we get programmed or like are told by people that are older than us when we're children and we believe everything they say because we don't have anything to fucking bounce off of our like our minds are just so empty we're just like you just pour shit into it and right. it just sits in there and we believe it because right. there's nothing especially else in there. now especially now right and yeah. it's hard to and nowadays especially with how much is in our face it's hard to the, the waters are muddied on what to think and what to believe and mm-hmm. It can be hard to even formulate your own thought these days because there's so much coming at you on a daily basis. This is the second one. Yep. Yeah. There's so much coming at you on a daily basis nowadays with media and with TikTok alone, all this stuff. There's so much coming at you that it can be really hard to formulate your own thoughts because there's so many opinions right in front of you. Yeah. You know, I find myself going to the comments section to, to think of how to feel about a video I just watched sometimes. Oh, geez. You know what I mean? And I'll catch myself subconsciously like, wow, instead of formulating my own opinion on this, I just went to a comment section to see what other people thought about it before I made my own opinion. That's, that's that, dangerous, man. That's rough, yeah, man. That's dangerous shit. Like, I'll look, I'll look at like the top comment in a YouTube video just because it, like, I'm always on my phone. I'm me too. And oh, it, yeah. it's just like it's right there, so it's a lot of times just to see. But like, I don't know. Maybe I just have a stronger like sense of self or something. That like I, I don't really try to like allow. Like other people's opinions of me and See, anymore, and, and, and I'm and I'm trapped in a sales world where other people's opinions are I use to help formulate who I should be to to appease them to trick them into letting me sell them something. <laughs> that's that's what it is. Said like a true salesman. Yes, said like a true salesman. That's what it is. I, I trick someone into thinking I'm exactly like them or or exactly what I can tell they like in a person. Yeah, and and that can play off the way I you know I think even in my own self sometimes I, I look at life and I. Salesman way every so you know mm-hmm. it's it's, it, it's a tough tough thing to escape. No, for sure your uh, your habits of your way that you think. So the way I would 
reframe that or say it in a different way is like the philosophy through which you are looking at life like dictates what you're going to see and how you're going to interact with everything and so many people are oblivious to the philosophies that they like take on from other people right and i and i'm i'm hyper focused on that i i I try to be anyway i try to be really hyper focused on that shit Mm -hmm. i have a pretty strong i've always been self-analyzing both my parents were psychologists. So oh, wow. So, yeah. Right into me. <laughs> right. I was going to say, it's that into you probably. Yeah, a little yes. Early. Yes. Shit, I man. was diagnosed quite a few times. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> not even fair. Like, you can't even escape that shit. Your parents are diagnosing you. Oh, you brutal. can even do, dude. You're like, showing signs of dual personality syndrome right now. I used to get that. <laughs> oh, my God. Mom, <laughs> Mom leave me alone. This what? lying isn't just lying. This is pathological. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh yeah, dude. dude. All that shit. Oh yeah, just like, wait, what? am I really a pathological liar? I just wanted fucking... I just wanted to eat the fucking cereal. Yeah, yeah, yeah I dude. just wanted this fucking cookie or I get older. I'm like, I just want to try a cigarette. I don't know. Oh, dude, that was that was the time of my life. <laughs> that bring up memories? Just of the one time that, like, my friends got me to, like, get into it because, like, obviously I'm smoking weed. Oh, and they'd be like, yo, dude, smoke a cigarette after and you'll get, like, extra high. And, like, obviously I did because, like, oh, yeah. I'm one of the people that, like, tobacco gives them, like, the weird head rush Yo, thing. that's the whole point, yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I just can't believe there are people that don't do it and then still get addicted to cigarettes. It's like, if it doesn't calm your anxiety or give you any type of feeling, like, what the fuck are you? Like, that, it doesn't feel good to do. That's so just why straight would you do addiction. It? It right. I don't care who you are. It does not taste good. No. It does not taste good. Not. People trick themselves into that. Well, because it's like, this is the point of the story, more or less. That I was going over to their house to, like, smoke weed or hang out or something, and, like, the cigarette or, like, the chemicals in the cigarette were, like, telling me, like, yo, you need one. And it wasn't, like, my inner self right. being, like, I want to have it one. It wasn't your voice. Right. It was something else that yeah. was, like, yelling at me. like you. And I just, like, gave them that half pack that I had left. I'm like, you guys take this. I can't can't do this like, i cannot like this is this shit's evil like it's gonna it's trying to it's trying to possess me it literally yeah. is trying to possess yeah, me yeah like, yeah yeah it's dark man it's dark I, I being a salesman i went through a really long stint uh where i got really into cocaine like, oh, really yeah. into it because it really made me better at my job i used it as a performance enhancer for work um i've never done it I'm, it, not, I'm just gonna be honest with you. I've never done it. Coke is an interesting one. I've done them all. I was, you know, I, 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 when I was young, I, I, I loved escaping. Um, but right. Coke doesn't help you really escape. It just, in a sales setting where you have a thousand things to do at once and your brain needs to be everywhere, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't. It has an unbelievable affect where it makes you focused beyond normal human focus. Right. And it makes you quicker. So like when someone says something, the words just come out of your mouth. You're just almost on autopilot sales. Mm -hmm. And I made more money the days I did Coke. So I just got into it. I started using it as a performance enhancer and I've always been very strong mentally and never had addiction problems. Mm -hmm. I can put anything down whenever I want. So I was like, man, I can stop whenever I want. I can stop whenever I want. And I would take week breaks in between all the time. I take five day breaks. Mm Consistently, every month or so, I take a five-day break where I would do none, mm-hmm. and I would let myself reset just to convince myself that I wasn't addicted. Yeah. And then one week, I went my five days and I couldn't find some, and it went from five to six days. Yeah. And that sixth day, I had, I was sweating. Yeah. I was panicking. Yep. And my body knew, like my body knew, oh, he's past his fifth day. He might actually be stopping. No, and no. I went through a total. I was having dreams of, of doing it. Oh, I boy. was having, I, and I, and that was the last day I ever did it. Yeah. That was the last time I did it. I'm like, oh shit, this is no joke. Yeah. I mean, this is not my mind wanting it. It's my body. Yeah. It's scary. It's scary shit. Same thing with nicotine. It's the same thing. 
It's so so bizarre our body's ability to like build up a tolerance and then like it, it's because it's all just like plants like there are all these plants yeah. everywhere all across the entire world yeah. that like affect people and make them like better at things or worse at things and like yeah. Yeah. healing destroying like it's just sometimes at the same time right you know I was healed financially while destroying my health and mm-hmm. a big part of you know what I'm you know I lost a good chunk of my personality in there that I got back. Take, it takes for me more than it gives every yeah. time. All these, all these things, even nicotine. You know, even you know, even my views on marijuana. I still smoke marijuana daily, but you know, it's not like I used to. You know, I, I not like I used to because you lose yourself in, in, in weed. You really, you you can. You can. You can. You, the people that like their personality, be, be, personality becomes smoking weed. Right. Yeah. Or at least smoking weed becomes part of your personality, which is not good. I mean, it shouldn't. You know. I mean. It should be used like anything else should be used to in certain situations to help. Right. I love smoking before I go to bed. I get really relaxed. I feel good good vibes. I go to bed, but you know, there's no place for me for smoking at twelve o'clock in the afternoon anymore. It's, there's no place for it. Yeah. Not in my life anyway. Right. Personally. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a reflection of our ability to grow and realize that we need to make changes in our lives that allows us to fucking overcome our addictions and fucking right. ch- change for the better right right hopefully because if you don't you, you get you, you, you turn into a, a sob story that people are like ah you didn't fucking yeah you never you never stopped never stopped we all knew something was up with him yep yep, yep. tragedy strikes that was always the motivator too like man I'm not gonna be that I'm not gonna be that guy you can't be that guy dude <laughs> I was like the pinnacle of straight edge up till like my sophomore year of high school yeah and my parents were like getting divorced and like my best friend in the boy scouts of all places man, oh, yeah. really got me into smoking weed and i'm like oh, this shit's awesome we all smoked weed man <laughs> yeah i mean like because what else are you gonna do when you're sitting in the woods like oh yeah dude it was those camping trips were really something we all did we all that's where every every boy scout tries mushrooms on a camping trip that's oh, shit dude i did i just knew that that would have been lit as fuck bro oh my god have you ever done Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, I've done cool. a shit I was gonna say you seem like no, I, I could I could I could imagine you would. Yeah. I uh, I've recently actually got into drinking ayahuasca. I've done once. I did it Have on you? a retreat though, and it was not it was a healthy experience. hmm I will never do it again. <laughs> but it wasn't pleasant. <laughs> no, it yep. was horrible actually. It was very healthy. I got through some serious shit. But oh, I bet you did. it was horrible. I uh I had to be restrained several times. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. That happens. Yeah, yeah. What do you What do you think about it? You like it? Oh, dude, I'm I'm so in love with it. It's it's actually like it's crazy. Like they uh, they told me because I started um this whole like life changing path that I'm on. Yeah. Uh, this past New Year's, I went to Costa Rica and like drank it for the first time in like a three. It's like a five day like thing. Yep. We were there for five five days, like a week or something. But yep. we only drank like three nights. That's pretty much what I did. Yeah. Yeah, and uh fucking showed me so much shit of my, my life using like because i don't know how it is for you but for me it was extremely visual very yeah um side so because hallucinations yeah dude like yeah there was there was one time where i dead ass pretty sure i saw just this demon like crawling across the floor and i'm just like damn bro i'm sitting right on my mat i'm not getting the fuck up dude i, I don't want it. that i dude. felt things i mean i had I, I had spider on me and i felt every step that spider took on my leg man i swear to god 
so for me um when i was trying to explain like one of like the first things that i saw which is like this like pattern of like a very very visceral like purple and yellow triangles and everything and i was trying to explain to my friend and i'm like bro then like as i was explaining it to me it like zoomed out of like my of my memory of it yeah and then like my perspective like shifted to like being outside of my body and like looking at like what i was seeing or what i was experiencing at that moment from a like like a disembodied thing right and, right and it was just like this giant purple and yellow snake just crushing me to death and like i'm like oh shit and then my friend was like oh, so shit. but is it like a real snake or a dmt snake like what's going on with right it, right and i'm like dude it was literally like the spirit of the medicine like yeah making me just comp- have to like completely submit to like what the fuck yep. her process is of, right like, that's literally what it is it's a metaphor almost for submitting to what's what's happening yeah, man, it was craziness. It was amazing. It was seriously amazing. And I, I'm like, I'm my plan. So like, they when they tell you to like not make any like life big life changing like decisions for like a year, I like right. I'm, I waited a year, but now I want to like move to California and like I met these I I met these people previously through a different like uh, modality of healing called transformational breathing. Yeah. And like they, the people that I met through that, do ceremonies in california because they like just legalized like a shit ton of psychedelics in california oh yeah so i'm moving i want to move there i'm going to move there and like help them facilitate plants medicine ceremonies like be a part of like the ceremony people's healing yeah 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 Yeah. that's awesome that's fascinating it's it's gonna be incredible that's cool man good luck to you on that that's fucking sick yeah man sick any, uh, any final words, words of wisdom for the people? Well, man, just uh, honestly, like we touched on earlier, man, focus on your mental health and, uh, you know, stay uh, stay mindful of your mind, man. That's all it is. Namaste. 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 I, lo- I love it. All right, hit the, hit the stop button here.